when the stakes between first place and second place are so high, where the first place team gets to send something to space and the second place team doesn't, the stakes are so high that we really realized from the very beginning that, you know, we're not going to go into this with the mindset that failure is an option. If we do fail, we can sit back and reflect later. But from the start, we were really dead set focused on getting the job done. I see my victory so clear. I see my victory so clear. It's a day we break through. It's a day we break through. It's a day we break through. It's a day. What is up, Fit Farm fam? Welcome to the Fit Pharmacist Healthcare Podcast, where we empower you to make a breakthrough and dispense your full potential. My name is Dr. Adam Martin, and I'm your host for the podcast. I've been a practicing full-time community pharmacist since I graduated pharmacy school back in 2012. I'm also a professional speaker, author, and lover of living life to the fullest. The Fit Pharmacist community exists to serve you to dispense your full potential by learning from our world-class guests on how to practically apply simple solutions to not only elevate your pharmacy career, but nail your nutrition, master your mindset, and fit fitness into pharmacy through simple solutions to guide you to live a fulfilled life with passion and purpose. Thank you for being here. Now let's dive into this week's new episode. Pharmacy is an ever-evolving science, art, and practice of healthcare. Some say it goes to infinity and beyond. There's a group of pharmacy students from my alma mater, the University of Pittsburgh School of Pharmacy, who took this literally beyond the stars, pairing with NASA at their new information going into pharmacy in space. I am so honored to bring to the Fit Pharmacist Healthcare Podcast one of those members, a Pitt Pharmacy student, Mohamed Kashkush, who is a pharmacy student at the University of Pittsburgh and Business Development Associate at Peptologics, a biotech company combating the growing global epidemic of multidrug-resistant infections. As an undergraduate in industrial engineering, Mohamed was a researcher who explored antibacterial and anti-reflective surfaces at the Laboratory for Advanced Materials at Pittsburgh, as well as the impact of naloxone distribution on the opioid epidemic at the University of Pittsburgh School of Public Health. Most recently, he is a co-principal investigator of an experiment that is currently on board the International Space Station, making Pitt Pharmacy the first pharmacy school in the nation to send research to outer space. Above all else, Mohammed is passionate about innovations in the life sciences that make the world, and perhaps even the universe, a better place. Mohammed, welcome to the Fit Pharmacist Healthcare Podcast. Thanks for having me. It's great to be here. Dude, this is like so epic. Like you're in space and you're not graduated yet. So looking back to when I was a student, I was like, man, what, what was I doing? <laughs> So I am just like so fascinated by, you know, what you guys are doing, what Pitt Pharmacy is up to, um, because you were uh, in Cape Canaveral last week. Is that correct? Yeah, that's right. We were there to watch the launch. Um, It was a SpaceX rocket that took our experiment up to the International Space Station. Wow. So looking at your kind of purpose with this, 
Can you kind of walk us through like how this idea even started and what that process looked like with your experimentation and how you ended up being in Cape Canaveral to see all the work you've done literally blast off into outer space? Yeah, so um, I think it was around October of last year. So we're actually coming up on close to a year. Um, and there was an announcement that went out to the entire school that basically said, we're being, uh, we're going to take part in this competition. And the winner of the competition here at Pitt will get to send an experiment up to the International Space Station. And um, I'm sure as you remember, from being at Pitt in the P2 year, it's P2 fall, actually, it's, it's quite hectic. And I think my first response, as well as many others, was that this is cool, this is awesome, but um, but we're just way too busy. This this is like a lot. So, but um, and that was my first re response. My first response was to kind of ignore the email, but for some reason, and I can't tell you what it is, I just like couldn't get the thought of space out of my head. And um, and I think it has to do with a book I actually had been reading around that same time. And um, a lot of this actually sort of feels like destiny, as, as weird as that sounds. Um, just a lot of this, the stars were, I guess, aligned, if, if that makes sense. So this book I was reading by Carl Sagan, um, for anyone who doesn't know, that was he was an astrophysicist, um, kind of like the Neil deGrasse Tyson of the uh, 70s and 80s. But I was reading a book here, it's called The Demon Haunted World, um, Science as a Candle in the Dark. And... Among space and science and other things, the, the central focus of the book was really about how, um, how you know, in a world without science, there's a lot of unknowns, and as humans, we're, we're subject to the fear of the unknown, and, um, you know, this kind of explains a lot of the, you know, when people used to get sick, for example, way back when, they would, they would blame it to witchcraft, and, uh, you know, they would unfortunately burn witches at the stake, for example, so there's a lot of this ignorance that was going on just simply due to not knowing. Um, and that, that book really inspired me and, um, and I just couldn't get out of my head. And finally I said, okay, I know I'm busy, but I'm gonna make time for this. And, and then uh, sort of the way the team came together, you know, that also kind of felt like destiny in a way because it wasn't like I was searching for team members and I kind of just went to, you know, the people with the highest GPAs or anything. Um, so I'll start with Anu Patel, who was one of my teammates as well. I remember I was walking in Sock Hall and I overheard her. Um, it was actually kind of funny. She was she was kind of like, not yelling, but telling off one of my friends. She was saying, hey, you got to focus. We have work to do. <laughs> and because um, he was kind of just joking around or whatever. And I remember overhearing that and thinking, like, I need that on my team. Um, mm. You know, I, I can do this science, but I need someone who, you know, can make a schedule, can meet the deadlines um, and just kind of keep us on track because there's a lot of distractions out here. Um, and then another, and then the third teammate, Dave Katz, um, we're really good friends. He's actually going to be my roommate next year. And we were just hanging out on my roof. Um, and it was night and we were looking up at the sky and I was telling him about, um, about how I wanted to sign up for this experiment or this, this competition. And his eyes just lit up and he was like, wow, like I was thinking about this too. Um, can I join your team? And then that's sort of how our team came together. It was a lot of coincidence. Um, yeah. And then so the the idea about, so our experiment, if I can uh, just briefly discuss it, it's absolutely it's basically a test tube. Um, if you can imagine a test tube that's kind of flexible, like a, it's a silicone material, mm -hmm. 
and there's two clamps and those clamps um two clamps create three compartments in this test tube and so the way it works is you can open up a clamp at certain time points and that introduces liquids that are in the first compartment to the second and then when you open up the second clamp volume from the second moves into the third um, so we have E. coli uh, in inoculum in the first compartment. And when we release a clamp, the E. coli is gonna spill into a growth medium containing um, ciprofloxacin, which um, is an antibiotic. Um, so, and then we're gonna let that happen. We're, we're gonna let it grow in the presence of basically sub-inhibitory concentrations of cipro. And three days later, an astronaut is gonna release the third clamp and or the second clamp releasing that content into the third volume which is this preservative called dna rna shield and what that preservative does is it lyses open the, the bacteria cells and it preserves the rna and the dna for later analysis um, and then that's going to that's going to fly back down to earth it's going to land somewhere in the pacific ocean and we're going to take that preserved dna and rna and we're going to send it to UPMC, um, their Institute of Precision Medicine Genome Center. Um, they've graciously and generously um, offered to sequence our, our samples for us. Um, so, and, and then basically from that, we're going to be able to tell, we're going to be able to analyze the genome and the transcriptome of E. coli in space um, as compared to three ground control samples we have here on Earth. And uh, we're hoping to see how uh, essentially bacteria behave in response to antibiotics in space because there's a lot of preliminary evidence that um, suggests that bacteria or bacteria grow faster um, they're more difficult to kill with antibiotics um, and they can actually be more uh, virulent as well and and sort of all of these things are compounded by factors related to the spacecraft on the International Space Station which is that it's a it's a closed environment um, and you know these astronauts are going up there with their microbiomes and um, they're spreading bacteria from one another and there's not really a good way to clear the bacteria out um, and on top of that uh, we know that astronauts are actually slightly immunosuppressed in outer space um, uh, i'm not quite sure why that is but it's just one of those observations in the last 50 years or so um, people have noticed about astronauts so all these factors together um, kind of create a scenario where it can be a really dangerous situation if an astronaut gets an infection in outer space. Yeah. Wow, man. That's whew. so overall, you're you're literally taking this concept because in healthcare and pharmacy, antimicrobial resistance is huge. It's growing. It's it's not getting any better. But you know, with SpaceX and with all the exploration in space, just like you said, you know, that that can have a play not just worldwide, but universally. So you had said that it's it's a growing public health issue that not only has global but even a universal effect. So looking at what you guys are doing, which is kind of crazy that this hasn't been experimented with before from a pharmacy school. Uh, so that I mean, just mad props to my alma mater. I mean, Pitt Pharmacy. It's always it's always there. So uh, it's so great to see um, innovation is still growing and still a core value that school. It's it just I resonate with that so much. But what you guys are doing uh, is this, this data through this experiment, experiment is going to provide information towards constructing evidence-based guidelines for the treatment of infectious disease during spaceflight 
as well as provide insight into mechanisms of antimicrobial resistance for drug development back here on earth. So it's I don't like pun intended, but it's out of this world what you guys are doing. So I just that's just so phenomenal. And I just think that's so amazing that that you and your team have been doing this. You thought of this, you saw that through. Like you said, you had to really hit deadlines and push through. And looking back, um, my time as a pharmacy student there, in my opinion, P2 year was the most crucial. Like that was the hardest one for me. That was, you know, we're talking about infectious disease. That was that was you know, those exams were crazy. The first one I remember was four hours long. It was uh-huh. insane. Yeah. I mean, you're like, yeah, it still is. <laughs> but yeah. I mean, four hours, but they are, yeah, they're still difficult. <laughs> I mean, I had to have a lunch break in between. I'll never forget it. Like yeah. I, I brought a protein shake like for afterwards, but I was there so long I had to have it done. Um, but yeah, man, it, I just want to just really congratulate you and your team for just being so innovative for adding that on to, you know, the already like, not overwhelming, but you know, at times just big course load to become a pharmacist through being in in pharmacy school. And like you said, you couldn't get out of your mind, like space was on your mind. and, And you saw like, this is something that would have so much value, not just to like the school to infectious disease, but to like humanity. Because that's where we're going. We're, like as a as a global population, we're always evolving. Just look at technology. Like in a in a day, like something will be invented and then it'll be expanded upon by the end of that same day. Like it's at such an exponential rate, and we're looking to expand as our population grows. Looking at all the things that Elon Musk is doing, looking at all the things that are going on interstellarly. Like it, it's it's going to that place to live outside of the Earth. Like that once dream years ago is now a very big reality. Like there are steps in process to make that happen. And as you know, as those you listening know, we get sick. So what are you going to do when you're up there and there's sickness? It's not this far-fetched thing. Like this is our reality. We are advancing at this kind of rate. So for you guys to be groundbreaking and really assessing this is truly like spectacular. So I just want to acknowledge you and your team for just being so innovative and just living that core value that Pitt Pharmacy has and putting it into practice as a pharmacy student. Like y'all listen to this, you're mostly pharmacists or pharmacy students. So, you know, you know, the struggle. So to do something like this, of this magnitude is just phenomenal. So you, you guys are just really inspiring students. Yeah. Thank you so much. Um, one of the things, you know, you can hear it in your voice, the excitement um, behind space flight. Um, and that's sort of something we found throughout this process that um, no matter who you talk to, space seems to be that one unifying thing where everyone can get excited about it. It's not like, oh, I specialize in infectious disease, um, so I'm interested in this, but if I specialize in hematology, maybe not. No, it's like everyone cares about space and everyone wants to see us push the final frontier even further. Um, and, and, you know, there's and we saw that when we would go, you know, obviously a project of this magnitude, uh, three pharmacy students could not have done it alone. Um, you know, the labs and the materials, all of that stuff we received support from. And, and the one thing I, um, I found really incredible is that not a single person we reached out to, and we probably talked to at least 40 or 50 different professionals, um, not a single person turned us away or, or ignored us. They, wow. you know, even if they couldn't help us, what they said is, oh, this is awesome. This is exciting. Um, Congratulations, guys. 
I can't help you, but have you tried this person? Have you tried talking to that person? And it, it just reminded me that, um, you know, there's a, there's this uh, quote I like to go back to. Have you ever, I don't know if you've ever read The Alchemist. Um, it's one of my favorite books, but. I'm staring at it right now at my bookshelf. No lie. <laughs> oh, great. Yeah, it's a great book. Um, very inspirational. Um, but one of the things the author writes, um, I believe it's pronounced Paolo Coelho, mm -hmm. but um, he writes, when you want something, the, the whole universe conspires to, to help you achieve it. And yeah. I, that's exactly what it felt like. It felt like people were just pushing us in the right direction until we, we essentially couldn't miss our target. Absolutely, man. That's law of attraction. Like you've got that clear vision. You've got that, you've got a purpose bigger than yourself. It's not for, you know, the fame or anything like that. It's like, this is important. This is exciting. Not only is this going to help a lot of people, but it's going to be a blast doing it. So you had, you had the why, you had that strong why. You had excitement. You had a lot of intense emotion that was positive behind it. And you put in the work. Like you can't just like think about like, oh, space. Nothing's going to happen. You're not going to go nowhere. But you thought about that. You put in the work. You, you asked the questions. You connected with people. And I think it's really cool that you shared that, that you guys you know, reached out to so many people and not one person turned you away because it's so unifying. And I think that concept too, like when, when we want to do something big in life, just bringing this back to like individuals, when we want to do something big in life, there's going to be a lot of components that are they're going to be required to make that happen. There's little niches. There's different strengths that every different person, every different part of us is going to bring to the table. And the fact that pharmacy is being represented in this from your team from Pitt Pharmacy is so amazing. And just it just makes me smile. I don't know if you can hear me smiling, but <laughs> it's just really cool because it, it's, it's so genuine and authentic with what our school is about. With the, the, it's clear and evident that you know, Dr. Kroboth and, and the whole faculty there, the staff, really works to empower students to live that and express themselves, to find that source of innovation, to see what are those gifts that each of us individuals bring to the table? What are our passions? How can we put in the work and connect with people using those strong relationships that Pitt Pharmacy allows to help us go in that direction so that we can be supported? We can not necessarily like get the answers, but find them and be connected. It's kind of like breadcrumbs. So you had said they didn't know the answer, but or the person to, to give you that solution, but they connected you with someone else. That's one of the big truths that I've learned as a pharmacist is life's all about relationships. So just going out there and connecting with people that are looking to you know raise you up and help you on that mission, it's a beautiful thing, man. And it, it's awesome to see that on such a grand, literally cosmic scale. So I uh, pardon all the puns throughout this episode, but it just blows my mind that this is, you know, happening. Like this is real. So I, I mean, it, it's just, just astounding. So I, I just really appreciate what you guys are doing uh, for all the the hard work that you've put in. It, it's, I hope you feel that it's worth it because in my eyes, it's, it's so worth it, man. Yeah, it's definitely, it was definitely worth it. And um, I think, I think from the start, one of the things we focused on was, was making sure it would be worth it. Um, by, by, you know, um, you know, there's this kind of concept of failure we were, we were um, playing around with at the very beginning when we were writing the proposal. And we were going back and forth, kind of talking about, um, well, even if we don't win this competition, it will still have been worth it because we'll have learned something, um, et cetera, et cetera. But then on, you know, we'll, we'll have learned something, we'll have grown, you know, stronger people. But uh, on the other hand, when the stakes, 
between first place and second place are so high where the first place team gets to send something to space and the second place team doesn't, the stakes are so high that we really realized from the very beginning that, you know, we're not going to go into this with the mindset that failure is an option. If we do fail, we can sit back and reflect later. But from the start, we were really dead set focused on getting the job done. Yes, that that mindset is so huge. Uh, it's something I focus on uh, throughout this podcast and with all the guests that I bring in, brought in, and, and they're all, ex- including you, are achieving and, and just contributing to humanity in such a high level. And it all comes back to that mindset of that self belief. And and I think that's a huge point to point out that you shared. Um, and, and that's a, a, another question that I had for you is I'm sure there were so many hours, emotions were high, you know, deadlines were coming up. There was so much stuff that you learned, but is there one concept or one kind of life lesson through this process that really struck you or has made a change in your life or how you view life through this process from last October to last week when the uh, SpaceX exploration took off in Cape Canaveral? Is there, is there one thing that really stood out to you as a mindset, as some sort of lesson that you've taken away from this journey that you're going to apply and live by in your career going, finishing up pharmacy school and as a future pharmacist? Yeah, I think aside from um, some of the practical lessons we learned about, you know, managing an experiment and uh, like we talked about earlier, networking and, and things like that, I think the one central theme um, And it's really highlighted when you go down to the Kennedy Space Center and you see all these amazing rockets and the missions and you hear the stories about, you know, Neil Armstrong, Buzz Aldrin, um, all these people who flew into space. Um, And in fact, when we went to the the conference in Washington, D.C. to present our research, we got to meet an astronaut, um, Don Thomas, who was on the Space Shuttle Discovery. Um, The one thing that really stood out to us and that he highlighted was that um, really anything is possible. Um, and it, and it's, it's so hard to miss that point when you think about space, because it's, it's one of those things that, you know, until you watch videos of a man walking on the moon, you, you just really can't believe, um, it just from word of mouth. So, um, you know, seeing all these advances that are happening now with SpaceX and Blue Origin and, you know, even our experiment going up and the fact that Don Thomas was telling us about, you know, Really, yeah, being an astronaut wasn't easy, but all I had to do was kind of get my pilot's license and keep applying and keep applying and eventually became an astronaut. And it really highlights that, you know, if you stick to anything, uh, you don't quit. Um, More than anything, just don't quit. Um, I I think it highlights that anything is possible. Indeed it is, my man. So one other question is this experience that you've gone through as a pharmacy student has this changed or reinforced what you thought your career track was uh, upon graduation, looking at you know, the, the, the niche in pharmacy, the role that you're looking to play as a pharmacist? Um, has this changed or altered that in any way, or is it more reinforced what you set out to do in the first place? Um, that's an interesting question. I, I don't have a definitive answer. I, I, so for the last few years, I've been really focused on antimicrobial resistance and that problem, um, not just through this project, but other work I've been doing. Um, you know, this is this is a problem that, as you mentioned earlier, it's, you know, there's projections that going to 2050, um, it's going to kill more people than cancer every year, um, you know, particularly in less developed parts of the world as well. 
And so this is something that I've been looking at as a problem here on Earth that really needs to be addressed, um, not just through, you know, good, good pharmacy and medical practices like antimicrobial stewardship, um, but also through, you know, better drug development and making sure that, um, you know, antibiotic drug companies can actually survive because these are, are drugs that are notoriously um, sort of unprofitable, I guess. So a lot of big pharma companies are no longer making antibiotics and it's really a huge problem. Um, so that's something I'm really focused on and I want to continue doing. But at the same time, you know, Elon Musk is pushing us to go to Mars, you know, within the next 10, 15, 20 years. And that's something that I just, I can't get my mind off of. And I would love to in some way, um, if it's not, you know, through a, you know, a full-time job working you know, with NASA or with SpaceX, I would really love to take part in the, the research and, um, you know, the research and scientific efforts that will be required to make sure that people can actually survive on Mars. Because I think we do have the technology to get to Mars, but I think one of the big looming questions is, you know, can we survive when we get there? Is it too cold? Is there too much radiation? And, you know, being a pharmacist, I think there's definitely a role for me and other people in our profession to engage in bringing humanity to Mars. I love it, man. And like you said, like anything is possible, do not quit, keep putting in the work. So there's no doubt that this is, you know, you've already put in so much work prior to this, but this is such a a stepping stone, opened up so many doors for you to make that a reality. So I just want to acknowledge you for never quitting, for putting in the work, and just really bringing your passions in all that you do as a pharmacy student, as a person, and as a future phenomenal pharmacist that I know you will be, not only from who you are and the work you've done, but because you went to pit. <laughs> yeah, I held a pit. Amen to that, man. Well, hey, I want to acknowledge you and your team for all the amazing work that you've done. It's just, it blows my mind that you guys did this as pharmacy students in your P2 year. I mean, thinking back to that, it just brings me back to 10, 12 hours in the library. So (laughs) I can only imagine. Yeah, Um, thank God that's over, right? (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, man. That's on my gratitude list. No more ID exams. (laughs) Yeah, but oh, this is such a pleasure, man. Where can people connect with you, learn more about your research, and where can they uh, follow you on, on social media? Oh, well, I have a I have a LinkedIn page. Um, I think you'll have it in the show notes. I don't think it's really easy to share the... <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll have the links in the notes for sure. It's not that easy to share a LinkedIn page over audio, but uh, yeah. <laughs> mostly on LinkedIn. Um, we do have a... a uh, our experiment does have a website on Pitt Pharmacy's website. You can, you can find it there. Um, it's really interesting. It goes over our experiment in more depth and gives a little background on not just myself, but um, Anu Patel and David Katz, who are my teammates. Um, yeah, and, and, and this is a program that's going to continue in the future at Pitt. We just found that out today that they um, received a grant to continue this with the School of Engineering next year as well. So there's wow. going to be a partnership with the School of Engineering and the School of Pharmacy. Congratulations. Um, so you can find out more about that on Pitt Pharmacy's website as well. Awesome. I will have that all in the show notes. Guys, this is Dr. Adam Martin signing off from the Fit Pharmacist Healthcare Podcast with the special guest, Mohamed Kashkous. Guys, go forth, be great, and dispense your full potential. Thank you so much for listening through to the end of that episode. I hope you're going to share this all across social media. Let people know that you're subscribed to the Fit Pharmacist Healthcare Podcast. Let me know 
Post it. Tell me how it's impacted your pharmacy career and life. I would love to see your thoughts. I can't wait for this amazing and passionate community we're creating of leaders and healthcare. You're now a part of the movement, a part of the family. Thank you for being here. I can't wait to share the next episode with you.